Welcome to Facts Roundtable, a podcast dedicated to navigating life with food allergies across the lifespan. Presented in a welcoming format with interviews and open discussions, each episode will explore a specific topic, leaving you with the facts to know or use. Information presented via this podcast is educational and not intended to provide individual medical advice. Please consult with your personal board-certified allergist or healthcare providers for advice specific to your situation. Welcome. My name is Caroline Moasasi, and I'm FACT's Roundtable podcast host. I'm honored to take on this role with FACT, as I'm also a passionate allergy and asthma advocate on the national and international level, a parent of children with food allergies, and the founder of GratefulFoodie.com. We're honoring Mother's Day nationwide today, where we talk to you love as we kick off a joyful food allergy awareness week with FACT CEO and President Eleanor Garrow Holding. Eleanor Garrow Holding has worked, educated, and advocated in the food allergy community since 2004. She was inspired to start this work after her son, Thomas, was diagnosed with life-threatening food allergies to tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, and sesame, eosinophilic esophagitis, EOE, triggered by milk and wheat, asthma, and environmental allergies. In December 2015, Thomas outgrew his food allergy to wheat and went through months of reintroducing wheat and milk into his diet. After endoscopies and no eosinophils present, Thomas was in remission for EOE and still is today. As of October 2019, Thomas has further outgrown peanut, almond, sesame, and Brazil nut and continues to avoid all other tree nuts. As CEO of the Food Allergy and Anaphylaxis Connection Team, Eleanor provides leadership, development, and implementation of all of FACT's initiatives and programs, including Camp TAG, the Allergy Gang a summer camp for children with food allergies and their siblings that Eleanor founded in 2009. Eleanor has a Bachelor of Healthcare Administration degree from Lewis University in Romeoville, Illinois, and worked in hospital management for 16 years in Chicago and suburban Chicago prior to working in the nonprofit sector. Before we dive into Food Allergy Awareness Month and Mother's Day, can you share any updates on FACT and how COVID-19 has affected any of your programs? Yes, we are really excited for Food Allergy Awareness Month, of course, and Mother's Day. As for COVID, it definitely has affected FACT and our summer program called Camp Tag the Allergy Gang. We we did have four locations scheduled for this summer in Ohio, Tennessee, Colorado, and New York. And we did end up canceling them about a month ago just so people could switch their plans because many people fly from across the country and travel from far distances. So we wanted to make sure they had enough time to cancel their flights and hopefully get credits and things like that. But for everyone's health and safety, we really had to put them first. And I don't even know if regular camps will be going on at all this summer as we still have many restrictions in place. But we definitely will be back in 2021, hopefully stronger than ever. And we did secure the same weeks in all four locations for next summer. And all of that information, all of the details are on our website. Everything is been completely updated for 2021. So anyone who's interested in learning more can go to foodallergyawareness.org to our programs tab and all the information for Camp Tag next summer 
will be there. Another thing we've been working on a lot with being home and not planning for in-person events this summer is really ramping up our content on our website. We've really been building out our behavioral health resource section, which has much more content and handouts available that are free and downloadable. We have different topics from self-care for kids, preteens, teens, the caregivers, as well as young adults to coping skills, lots of information to take from that section on our website. And then, of course, we started our Facts Roundtable podcast earlier in April, so we're really excited to have that as a new initiative at FACT as well, and really just continuing to build out our content and resources for families. I'm sure it was a really hard decision to make the call on those camps, but obviously a good decision. And it also sounds like you've been super busy trying to compensate and balance that out by adding more things to the website. Of course, I'm biased on the podcast, and I think that's just a brilliant (laughs) idea. But all bias aside, I'm sure your followers are going to appreciate all the information you've put up there. But now, can you explain the new Teal Love Shines Bright campaign? Yes. So we were really excited about this campaign this year. As you and I discussed and some of our other team members, we really wanted to shine light on Food Allergy Awareness Month this year, especially since we're all at home and spending more time with our kids and teens and families. And it's really a campaign that could be year-round, not just for Food Allergy Awareness Month, because we we always want to shine light on food allergy awareness. So we wanted to bring happiness into people's homes. And we loved the hashtag Teal Love Shines Bright, along with the images that we created for this campaign. They're just so bright and cheery. And we thought it would bring happiness to families, uh, you know, putting those teal hearts in their windows and people walking by can see Uh, the teal heart in windows and raise more awareness for food allergies. We just thought it'd be a really fun campaign and hopefully many will participate and use their hashtag and tag us on social media so we can see their photos. I know we're only a few days into the campaign, but how have people been responding to it? So I have seen on different social media outlets with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, people have been changing their social media profile photos and their cover photos to the Teal Love Shines Bright images that we offer. And uh, I've seen a, a teal rock that we use on social media over the weekend uh, that's got a lot of views, which we're really excited about. But I just love seeing all the different window pictures and rocks. There are so many ideas and things that you can do with this campaign. Well, I've printed out my sign and I have mine out there and I think I'm going to print out another one because my front window's actually reset. It comes in. So I think I'm going to print one and put it up like in Layla's bedroom because I think they're really bright and pretty. So I hope everyone enjoys those. We're shining bright here in Ohio. That's really fun. I will look forward to looking to see more pictures on social media. So now today is Mother's Day. So do you have any special messages for our fellow food allergy moms out there? 
I would say just to always make time for yourself. I think that's one thing that is so important and something that I need to do for myself every day, even if it's 10 minutes, whether I go to my room for 10 minutes by myself where I'm just not around anyone or I go for a walk, I think it's really great for our self-care. And then we can be our best selves as well for our children and families. It's so important to really make sure that you do find time for yourself, even like I said, if it's just for five, 10 minutes a day. And especially during these times, we've had more time at home, we've had more family time, which is great. And it's a time we're never going to forget, obviously, this this pandemic and nothing we will take for granted again, hopefully. But we always need to hold our loved ones tight as well and tell them that you love them. It's a beautiful message. So now what are you doing for Mother's Day? We are home <laughs> and hopefully <laughs> having home. a pool day. We we had our pool opened about a week ago, and so the, the kids have been excited to start using that more just so we can get outside and in the sunshine. So we're just here as a family having a pool day and cooking out, and really that's the best Mother's Day I could ask for is that I'm, I'm with my family, whom I love very much. You know, I think many of us echo the same thing. We just want to be with our kids and or our family, and, and especially now. We just want to be hunkered down. Although I am hoping myself for just a little sleep in, nobody bothering me, mostly the dog, because <laughs> the dog wants to go out walking. But I'm just hoping for a little bit of rest there. So now back to the... Well, I self- hope you get that. Why, thank you. But back to the self-care, what do you think would be your most favorite self-care thing you've done during the COVID pandemic? Walking. I love to walk. And I I walk every day anyway, uh, but it's something that I've continued to do even during these times. We have a very quiet street and I love to walk it every single day. So I walk about three to four miles each day. And it's, except if it's raining, then I'll walk inside on the treadmill. But I do love to walk and I just feel so much more energized afterwards. I just feel really great. I'm going to have a great day and I'm going to knock it out of the park today. I just feel so much better about myself after I, I go for a really good walk. And I'll tell you the other thing I've been doing a lot lately, which I love to do, but I don't always find the time to do it is baking. I have spent so much more time baking during this pandemic (laughs) and peanut and tree nut free recipes. And I just attempted my first pie last weekend and it was so much fun to do. And I really found myself not thinking about anything else at all. It was a fun project And Thomas requested a blueberry pie next time because I did a Dutch apple this time. But it was a really fun project. And I took pictures and videos throughout uh, to create a video mostly to share with my mom, who's an avid baker herself and who taught me everything I know about baking. But because I can't see her and she's five and a half hours away, I really wanted her to feel that she experienced that first pie baking experience with me. So she really enjoyed seeing the video. 
as well. But that's something that I've really been spending more time on. I did see some of the photos on I think, Facebook or somewhere on social and it looked fun, but I'm a baker myself. And I think one of the things I really enjoy about baking is it ignites you to be mindful. And so you're just mm-hmm. in the moment, otherwise you're going to cut your hand off. <laughs> but also yes. I think baking just really brings you to that mindfulness. And so I wonder if that's why so many people are also baking so much you know, because it really does help you be mindful. Well, I was just going to say it, it was fun. And and I really don't think about anything else because I'm, like you said, being mindful and making sure I'm not missing a step and doing something incorrectly or cutting off my finger. I would never want that to happen. But it does really help you, I think, as well in self-care and to not really think about anything else except what you're doing in the moment. So now the question, it remains, did everyone like the pie? Yes, everyone did, except Anne, because she doesn't like pies. So she wouldn't even try it. But Thomas and Toby loved it. Oh, how fun. Hey, switching gears now, this is also Food Allergy Awareness Week. So what are you up to this week? Well, we'll continue to raise awareness for food allergy education and advocacy. We do have a lot of content and tips on our website for social media posts and tweets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So I'll continue to help with that and hopefully share all of our facts with the community and hopefully they'll be sharing them as well. And uh, we'll see them on social media using our hashtag FACT, F-A-A-C-T, and hopefully we'll see a lot of awareness going on and that they'll change their social media profile pictures to our Teal of Shines Bright. And we also have our May is Food Allergy Awareness Month image, and we also have a May Food Allergy Awareness Week image that people can use as well, and they're all available on our website. And so for our listeners, how do they go ahead and download those images and items? What section in the website should they go visit? So they can go to foodallergyawareness.org, and then they can go to our education tab. And the top of that page, there are four different boxes, and they'll want to click on the box that says Food Allergy Awareness Initiative. And that's where all the images are available. Or if they're on our homepage, the first rotating graphic is Teal Love Shines Bright, and they can click on that, and that will take them directly to the page as well. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure everyone could grab these really quick and easy. So now, do you have a favorite Food Allergy Awareness Week or Food Allergy Awareness Month memory? Just your most memorable experience during this time? Well, I would have to say they're all my favorite because I just love this time of year. I love raising awareness about food allergy education, advocacy, and awareness uh, just to continue to get that message out there for families and our communities. I would love to say my favorite is probably advocating on Capitol Hill one year during Food Allergy Awareness Month and seeing the state representatives and sharing more about food allergy education. And it's a great opportunity to let them hear from you because our voices do matter. And it's very important that we get that messaging across to everyone. I would probably say that 
this year for this month will probably be a favorite as well because even though we're we're home and we're in going through this pandemic, I'm really excited about the Teal Love Shines Bright campaign. I'm really hoping that it'll help raise more awareness, but also that many will participate because we all need to shine light on food allergy awareness. And I'm really hoping that families will welcome this campaign into their homes and participate and share their photos and their stories with us. It is a real, I mean, again, I'm biased, but the poster is really bright and cheery. And I have to admit, it was a lot of fun printing it out and hanging it up because it just brightened up my, the whole front of the house there. Is there anything else you'd like to add for our listeners to hear about Food Allergy Awareness Month or even Mother's Day? Just to continue to take time for yourself and hold your loved ones tight and tell them you love them. Really enjoy the family time that we all have right now. It's it's so important because family always comes first, no matter what. And and it's okay to slow down. I've enjoyed slowing down somewhat. I feel like I've not totally slowed down because I do work a lot, but I do feel that I have slowed down somewhere. I don't feel as rushed as I did before this pandemic hit. So I think many will realize moving forward that it's okay to slow down. And it's okay to have more family time and and everyone should do that and really appreciate the time that we have with our families and loved ones. And then the one other thing I would like to say is normally this time of year or year round as a nonprofit, we're always trying to think of an awareness campaign or different ideas for families and individuals to help support our mission and ask for donations and things like that. We are not asking anyone for any donations or money in any way. I don't feel that this is the time to do something of that nature because everyone is so focused on their own families. I would like to ask if anyone is able to support an organization at this time, that it be Food Equality Initiative. Their website is foodequalityinitiative.org, and their mission is to improve health and end hunger in individuals diagnosed with food allergies and celiac disease through access to safe and healthy food, nutrition, education, and advocacy. They're based in Kansas City, but I would really love to see support go their way as they're trying to support different food banks across the country, as there are only for food banks that specifically support food allergies for those families. But if support could go towards Food Equality Initiative for Food Allergy Awareness Month, we in fact would be greatly appreciative to help all the families with food allergies and celiac disease that might not be able to get the safe foods that are needed during this time. Thank you, Eleanor, for those beautiful sentiments. And thank you for that really important call to action. You know, there's so many people in our communities that are hungry that we're just not even aware of. And it's even harder when you have food allergies. So I think the work of Food Allergy Initiative is extremely important. And thank you for FACT, you know, supporting their work and trying to feed everybody right now during this really critical time. It's so important. And we, and I know there are many families in need that aren't able to get the safe foods right now during this time. So any extra help is greatly, greatly appreciated. 
Well, Eleanor, it was lovely having you on the show today, and I want to thank you for your time. I know you're super busy, and especially it's an exciting month. So thank you for being with us, and we look forward to having you on the show again. Thank you so much, Caroline. Greatly appreciate all that you're doing, and we love having you as our Facts Roundtable host. Thank you. I enjoy being the host. You have a great day. You too. Thank you all for listening to Facts Roundtable Podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes and be sure to connect with us on social media. Have a great day and always be kind to one another.